0: Oh, uh,
1: so you're giving him painting tips? (laughs)
0: Damn. Damn,
1: damn, damn.
2: Welcome to the RC Roundtable podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode something of the RC Roundtable. What's the number, guys? 140. 140. Thank you. I didn't think to look. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, master of numerical counting is Lee Ray. <laughs>
0: You did not get the memo, did you? <laughs> I did not get the memo. I, I,
2: I live a sheltered life. <laughs> you have
0: been busy. I mean, you've been doing Hobby View. I've been seeing the build you're doing. So I'll forgive you this time.
2: Ah, thank you. I got a lot on my plate. And the quiet one is Terry Dunn.
0: Yeah. Unbe- Who, me? Yeah. It's like yeah, the, you. alternate universe
1: here. <laughs> Couldn't be. Give me time. I'll get warmed up. You won't be able to shut me up. Okay.
2: Oh, great. That's what the, the mute, mute button. button's for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Press the button, Frank, and I am Fitzwalker. And you don't care. So anyways, hi, it's Hey, hi, hi there.
1: Hi care. Oh, hi there.
2: How's it going, guys? Happy to be here.
1: Um, I'm here. ecstatic. We had a false start yesterday. Oh, here it comes. Hey, no, here I'm it not. comes. No, I'm just do it. I'm not pointing point any fingers. Throw me under the bus. So it just, just self-incriminating then. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't going to mention your name. Or what you did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or that. This is part two. <laughs> it's like being left at the altar. <laughs> so is that was, how you felt? No, <laughs> <Could> that, no.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I have a feeling there were some cuss words involved, and I apologize yeah. for that. But.
1: Maybe just a few at first, but uh, a slight miscommunication, but that's all right. We were able to salvage things tonight. Phil, fill
0: in the listeners because they're completely good. What,
1: what happened? Tell us. Uh, okay. Well, I'll give the Cliffs notes. We scheduled to record last night, and Lee made other plans with other people.
0: Even though I confirmed the appointment, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm waiting to get charged for failing to meet my appointment. <laughs>
1: Fitz and I were here at our microphones waiting for you.
0: I just want to say I encouraged you both to like record and then I could have like called in later like a caller right. and say, hi, I'm a long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I love you guys. What's All right, caller, get to the point. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so wait a minute. <laughs> this is great because earlier today, this is how I should have called in earlier today. I saw a post that someone made and it, it must have been translated from a foreign language, but it was like, how come RC plane not fly? <laughs> And it was just beat-up plane up on a shelf or something. I don't even know. It wasn't even a good photo of the airplane. It was just sitting there, and it, it's crudely built. But I just, you know, like the first comment was, are you being serious? <laughs> and it's just, you know, someone who's probably never flown and then just ask, why not RC plane fly? Uh, there's just a, <laughs> so many. How, how would you answer that question if I called in? How come my RC plane don't fly?
1: It sounds like Homer J asking that question. Um, but anyways donuts
0: (laughs) so you did not record and so you saved it to record tonight so thank you guys i'm here let's have fun
1: well this was a bonus usually i'm tied up with work until late hours on tuesday but i got a stay of execution tonight and so we were able to salvage this (laughs) you'll be executed tomorrow yeah right
0: did you have enough beer left over from last night
1: no no i'm it's a dry county tonight so.
2: All right, well, let's get the show on the road, yeah? Yeah, 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 viva, 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 All right, well, first things up is a, uh, a particular German killer of World War II style.
1: That is an unfortunate way of putting it. well didn't kill much japanese so (laughs) they had p-47s in the pacific right didn't they have the ends the long-range version Uh, yeah by that time it didn't matter yeah but i think there were some over there but anyway just insert whatever country just uh, (laughs) yeah maybe they didn't are you saying they didn't kill any germans no, I'm not, I'm just saying there's well, see, probably better attributes that you could pick
2: to, to Oh, everybody's grown-ups here, are right? they? little babies.
0: <laughs> so everyone, yeah, what guess, they're talking about is the plane called the Jug. <laughs> the Jug.
2: <laughs> so you got two of them that are Jugs? I, I, I was got, sorry, I was going wow. to say, I,
0: I have a couple of German killers in my hangar. That just sounds <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I know a little German, he's standing right over there. Oh my goodness! Okay, so uh, let's. We should have recorded last night. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, so maybe it was a bad start. So, anyways, this friendly,
0: uh, this friendly shiny airplane it never friendly, did no one no thing. harm. <laughs>
2: so uh, the the folks at uh, Hangar Nine slash Horizon and Hobby came up with a little bit of a surprise, which is interesting, as they came up with a, I guess it's best to call it a sports scale P forty seven. Or sort of scale, Sort of squint scale? scale. Close one eye, stand back, squint, turn around five times, have a drink scale. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Magoo scale. Yeah. I mean, it's very reminiscent of those old, was it Midwest, back it, in the day?
1: Remember, they used to have early speed 400 days and half a days. Gus Morphus had a whole yeah. line of stuff that was, you could tell what it was because it had the right profile, but it was just kind of boxy and an approximation yeah. So, this reminds me of that.
2: Yeah, this was popular even for some old glow kits. They were, they kind of looked like the plane, but they were easier to build without a lot of compound curve and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, they've offered up, uh, it looks like uh, it's all wood and balsa and uh, ultra coat cover, P47, and what, 56 inch wingspan? 58.4. 58.4, is it? That's what it
1: says here. Huh, it says 56.5 here. <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes there's a discrepancy between the website and... What are you looking at, the box or the instructions or...
2: The, the website.
1: The tape measure? Wait, well, let's make sure we're talking about the same one. <laughs>
0: yeah, because yeah, I have 58.42.
2: Uh-oh, what are we looking at? <laughs> looking
3: he's, probably,
1: at
2: the, he's probably looking at the FMS one.
1: Oh, oh, it's at the
2: top. Interesting, because if you go to the bottom of the page, it says 56. It says yeah. uh, wingspan, 56... 13, 14, 35 millimeters. That's interesting.
1: Uh-oh, somebody goofed. Well, not to give any spoilers, hey, there's our buddy Gary. Yeah, um, Gary's holding it. So uh, from what I heard, you have one in your general area. You could actually measure the wingspan.
2: Uh, yeah, as you said, the wings are in p- pieces, the fuselage in pieces. But uh, yes, we'll, I have. We'll wait. You go ahead and build the wings real quick and we'll... Uh, you know, it's between 56 and 58. What's well, a couple inches between, you know,
1: Oh, no. Look at the picture of Gary with it. Why am I having seizures right now?
2: It's what? on the wrong side. Uh, what?
1: Uh, is it on the wrong side? Oh yeah it is. Yeah, on the, wrong the side. wing insignia is on the wrong side. But uh, that's right. That's uh-huh. a forgivable mistake. At least you know, it's oriented the right way.
0: <laughs> if we've taught anybody anything with our show that's that Terry knows his stars and bars. No, <laughs> and I, I he's, know very basics. He's he's uh given me warnings a couple of times, slaps on the wrists. I think one time I put him on both wings just to <laughs> Play it safe. <laughs>
1: so, no, that, that's my one pet peeve. And no, I like to that's joke. Not that, that's not your one. That's not your one. You're right. I have a lot of pet peeves. Because there not was, many. there
0: was some, I think I sent you a couple of weeks ago. A guy had a plane and the star was upside down. And I think it yeah. was on the fuselage too. So that made it even worse.
1: Yeah. But anyway, all is so good Anyways. So yeah. maybe sometime we have Gary come out and defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. have you looked inside the box? Does it come with the decals already on it? Uh, you know, no. There's a, <laughs>
0: it's going to get worse. <laughs> uh, yeah. For the
2: part, most part, no. There's a big decal sheet in there. So okay, you put your own decals on, okay. and there's a couple of different uh, nose art as well. Now, what's interesting is all the electronics are installed. So the servos are installed, the motors installed. So it's an electric powered. Installed. It's electric powered, designed for okay. electric, but it comes with the motor. It's a plug and play. So you just add your receiver. Uh, but it has their new AV was it Avian? avion, Avian. Yeah, Avian Like, like a bird, uh, right? Avian? Avian, yeah. So they have the Avian motor, which is new. And of course the oh. Avian speed controller, so it has all the smart telemetry if you have uh spectrum radios. And uh a bunch of I think digital servos are they? Or some servos. A U three ninety one, whichever those are. They're digital. So I, so it's interesting. It's almost like getting a foamy, when everything is ready to go installed. But this is, you know, an, an all wood kit, which is kind of neat.
0: So I guess yeah. I have to ask that question: Is this the first time you've been given a new wood kit, Arf, um, that had the electronics and stuff already installed?
1: No. I thought your Ultra Stick was the same kind of thing. Correct. The Ultra Stick is the same way.
0: Oh wow! So kind of moving this direction.
2: Yeah. Fast build, just like the Ultra Stick. The tail can be screwed on.
0: So here's a question: I'm going to jump yeah. to I'm going to jump usually to the ending where we talk about the price. But what what value would you place into that? Fitz, of it already being installed? Because I think uh, I have an idea of what Terry might say. So I wonder what you would say.
2: What my value, like, is it the worth,
0: Is it worth the convenience to have that already done without your you know skill or uh, experience? to install those yourself so that you know what was done
2: it's pretty straightforward and you can look in there i popped the hatches off in fact i had to pop the hatch off to reset one of the servo arms so, so
0: if the price is 75 dollars more to do that labor for you with this price tag being 500 is that worth the investment
2: man that's a tough question Because they must
0: have raised the price to include that labor charge. So I don't know what that price is. I'm just making a guess here.
2: I don't know what it is either. It may be really pretty nominal from already doing all the work to build a thing.
1: Right. So
0: I'm going to turn to Terry now. Terry, what are your thoughts
1: on this? Well, I'm curious what you – you said you thought you knew what I would say. What do you think I would say?
0: I think you like to do stuff yourself because you like to have stuff installed a certain way, like certain screws, making sure they're done right. And you've often said, like, you should always double check the, the material that you're using to, you know, because sometimes you might improve upon a, you know, a simple RF and say, you know what, I've had experience with this, you know, control horn not staying on. I'm going to upgrade it or maybe use a stronger servo, that kind of thing.
1: Um, yeah, I'm sure I've said those things in the past. And this example, I don't feel like I would be adding much value by doing it myself. So, and like Fitz said, the stuff that is pre-installed, you can inspect to make sure it's up to your standard. So it's not like it's hidden behind anything once it's there. So yeah, I, I see it as a bonus here. If you're already getting a pre-built, pre-covered thing, you're, you're, you're getting a cookie cutter airplane as it is. So I don't see that you're adding individual, any individuality yourself. And I don't know how much can they screw up installing a servo. But yeah. I do have. I would.
0: Have, can you save that clip for me, uh, right. <laughs> uh, Fitz? So, in the future, when he gets to a, a used uh, sale or he gets a plane, and he goes, "Let me tell you about how this servo was installed." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, it is a little perplexing to me because it includes all these electronics to take advantage of the telemetry, but it doesn't include the core component, which is a telemetry capable receiver.
3: Mm.
1: So I. And I guess, is any of that compatible with another brand of receiver that would have telemetry? Or is it only compatible with the Spectrum? I, I would think it's only Spectrum. No. Oh, I thought I heard there's someone has a module that's okay.
2: compatible. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe exactly. Maybe they're
1: just trying to stay below that $500 price point, and they can't do that with a receiver. But I don't know. That just seems strange to me that they give you all that stuff, but then you got to put in your own receiver.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is interesting because the, the ultra sticks the same way, no receiver. Mm-hmm. So I don't know because, you know, all their foamies usually come with a receiver of some sort for, um, for their safe and the AS3X and that kind of stuff. But this one, they didn't do that. So yeah. So maybe it was a cost-saving thing because wood kits are more expensive to build. So maybe that's one way to keep the price better in line. Just throw whatever receiver you want and they can keep the price point down. Yeah. Because oh. people were, have been asking for balsa wood ARFs instead of the Foamies, So uh, hopefully this is a trend. it would be interesting to see what others they have in the works. Maybe the other sport planes. like a, that, I'm sure they got to do like a P-51 at some point.
1: Yeah. And this is not a rehash of an older ARF that's come back, right? Like the Ultra Stick you had was once something else, and then they brought it back with the new gear, if I yeah. understand correctly. This is a whole new airplane from what well, I understand. looks new,
2: yeah. I mean, it look, definitely looks inspired from some of the early you know early 90s. Sport scale stuff, but yeah it's it's a whole new
1: tooling whatever you want to call it yeah. design clean clean sheet design, so to speak, and at this size, it's roughly like a forty size nitro model, yeah, roughly, yeah, I say nitro, others say glow, you know what I mean, yeah, so
2: yeah, so it's a nice size and we can split apart as well for okay. transportation uh it's interesting that they're they offer. With the same motor and speed controller, 4 to 6S power capability. Uh, oh, really? Capability. Yeah. It comes with, I think, a, a setup for 4S, 1412 prop, pretty deep pitch. Uh, though they say if you're going to use 6S, you should change the prop.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I noticed that prop size and thought that was strange, but
2: Yeah, it looks like interesting. It's, uh, the load up of 4S setup. And also sell you to glue the tail on for success. <laughs> don't <laughs> screw it in.
1: <laughs> oh, you, it's a screw-on tail, but yeah. You, okay, interesting.
2: Oh, I also should note that the retracts—it has retracts and are already installed too. I electric, I presume. Le- yeah, electric retracts or whatever flight units. So I look forward to throwing it together and flying it around. Looks like uh, I see some videos. Looks like it flies pretty good. No flaps. It's real basic, five channel.
0: Okay. Hey, do me a favor and time the build. I'd like to know how long it takes to put this together.
2: I'll try. I'll try to remember to do that. I usually don't, so. I'll
0: I'll text you every day until you actually say, I'm doing it right now. Shut up. Time
2: (laughs) it. Time it. Time it. No, I mean,
0: I'd like to know what it takes, you know, with everything, well, mostly everything installed. It looks like the push rods are not connected, so you just have to gather those up together and snap them in.
2: Yeah, I really haven't looked that deep into the box. I just kind of opened it up quickly and say, oh, look, airplane and motors on. Just to get a quick run-up of it. Yeah. Um,
1: is the prop brown? Am I seeing that? Or orange? What, what uh, color is that? I think it came with a wood prop. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, I think it comes oh, with it, a... Oh, yeah, there it goes. 1412 wood electric propeller. Yeah, which is interesting, too. Yeah. Better stock up on those.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's also interesting. I was looking at the photo, and I thought the wings came apart, but actually you glue the wings together. Do you know that?
2: Yeah, huh? I thought it came apart.
0: No, I'm looking at a picture right here, and this guy's epoxing the, the wing together.
1: Oh, okay.
2: All right. I stand corrected.
1: But it's removable. The The one-piece wing is removable from oh. the fuselage. Yeah, it's like a cradle, whatever, yeah.
0: Oh, 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 here he goes. It says, uh, I kind oh, of went okay. to one there page too far, joining the wing panels for higher power configurations optional. So it says, when using higher power, it is recommended you glue the wing panels together. Or you'll rip them off, and your plane will crash, and you'll have to buy a new one. <laughs> That's, That's underlined, like on, by the don't, way. Don't.
1: <laughs> All right. So it says for a 6S, you go to a 12.8. But I don't see anything for a 5S. What happens if you split the difference? So I guess the you difference? do like a 1310, Yeah. you would split the difference in propeller size. So what batteries are you planning to use on yours? Uh,
2: both a 4S and a 6S. See what the okay. performance difference is. What capacity?
0: Don't forget to glue the wing together after the 4S flight. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I think a 4S 4000, I think, and a 6S 5000 or something like that. All right. Roughly. I already have the 6. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: You know what's funny, though? When I opened it, uh, they had to add... They have a bunch of nose weight on the front. It was funny just to look, open it up, and see that there's some uh, lead weight in the nose, I guess to get the CG right, of course. But.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: I don't know why, I just found it funny. It's like, yeah, there's a bunch of nose weight in it. Just
0: old, old Great planes and <laughs> Hobby Co. parts just screwed on <laughs> Well, the I firewall. guess what was funny is they were, they
2: just, they were just like those lead weights you buy at the hobby store, you know, the little segmented ones. Yeah. So it wasn't like anything special, like, you know, it's custom-made nose weight. It was just... Like somebody went to the uh, hobby store and got a bunch of nose weight. Don't <laughs> well, lick the lead weights. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean you need you need it. You need a radial engine planes typically need some oh. nose weight. I just thought it was interesting that it was it's like a glob of well, old wait, brush motors.
0: The, <laughs> Fitz, didn't you put like diving lead weights in the nose of your uh, your uh, what's the darn French plane? <laughs> darn
2: uh, French. No, not the Maureen Solner. I put them in the zero. Oh, okay. That little zero yeah. thing was the Solner I almost did, but I put a bunch of weight in the yeah I did what I did is I got the you can get different types of diving weight and I got the lead shot diving weight and I cut oh. open the bag and poured it into the r- dummy radio the back of the dummy radio which was open and it was with a bunch of epoxy
1: oh and hey I was, that reminds me go ahead and finish your story
2: oh uh, that was about it other than you know, by doing that I was able to take out a couple of pounds I think oh, kind wow. of the, at least a pound,
1: pound oh because you were way. able to get it further forward
2: right right Because the weight was on the firewall, but now it's moved forward about six inches or more. Uh, So I was able to take out some weight.
1: Huh. So I was recently working on a project that we will talk about later, but I knew I was going to need no weight for that. So same thing. I wanted to get it as far forward as I could. And I had a bunch of tire weights, which are basically the same thing as the hobby weights. Um, But I also had a socket set that, that I talked about last time. And the sockets were all rusty. I knew I wasn't going to use them. So I had this bright idea that I took some of those sockets and I put a quarter-inch dowel in the middle of one, or a section of quarter-inch dowel, and I have one of those small lead smelters for people who make their own bullets. It'll melt a couple pounds of lead at a time. Anyway, so I put a dowel in the middle of each one of the sockets and then filled it with lead. So then I basically had a a heavyweight socket with a quarter-inch hole through it. And I bolted that to the firewall. And so in a little compact, nice looking package, I have things ranging from, I think, three quarter ounce on the smallest one up to about three and a half ounces for the biggest one. And I just run a quarter 20 bolt through the socket into the firewall. Handy dandy. It worked out well.
2: That's pretty clever.
1: Yeah. I'll try it again. I'll be on the lookout for other uh, bad sockets I can use.
0: Well, see, to me, lead wasn't enough. So I went ahead and just got a collection of American gold eagles and just, you know, drilled holes through them. and A little bit heavier. What
1: the hell are you talking about?
0: <laughs> gold bullions. Oh, like eagles have hollow feathers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what no. are you doing, Lee? That's a felony. No. Um,
0: all right, now I get it. Be careful with lead. That's all I want to say. Oh, yeah.
1: You don't melt lead inside your house. That stuff will kill you
0: wait you don't oh shoot <laughs> let me turn off this leap pot over here hold on a second facts. <laughs> so, uh, let's finish up the hanger the hanger 9 p47 so you've got it it's in your workshop hopefully you'll have it done soon you're going to tell us all about it on an upcoming podcast correct
1: that's the plan all right. and is this an article or just a video what's the uh, deal this will be just a video okay on Hobby View, as hobby if view. people don't already know that. Go to Hobby View for your hobby viewing. Yeah, What did you release last? The uh, Ultra Stick. Ultra, okay. And, uh, and the flight video for your Cessna Caravan.
2: Yeah, that was just before the Ultra Stick. Yeah, so did you see it?
1: Uh, yeah, I saw it. Nice work, Smothers. Crashy, smashy. Yeah, it was a bad day. It's all right. It happens to the best of us. So. All right, well, good luck with the P-47. I'm sure it's a lovely airplane. It looks good, and I hope it didn't sound like we were making fun of it earlier. I, I like simple airplanes. This is just a simplified P-47. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so.
2: it may not be everybody's cup of tea, but it looks, uh, looks like it would be a nice uh, sport warbird. You can have a warbird without having a whole lot of emotional involvement in it. I'm yeah.
0: hoping you can give us a good comparison to the other Hangar 9 you built for Jeff, right? The 20cc? Yeah,
2: yeah, the yeah, 20cc word. Well, yeah. that thing flew really good.
0: Yeah, I'm, You know, and I finished my Seagull, and I flew it at best, and I, I like that. There's some other little changes I need to make, change the prop, um, and uh, CG just a tad. But other than that, I, I enjoyed that.
1: All right. Well, keep us updated. Do you have a timeline for rolling this thing out?
2: Um, No. It's probably not going to be all that quick. I'm trying to finish up on that uh, other review, which we can talk about in the workbench. But
1: So, yeah, this one's, now that I think about it, a little bit unique because I think, me being on the outside, what I think happens is you, Horizon Hobby Insiders, get something and you're not allowed to talk about it, and then everybody drops their video on the day that they release the model. But this model's already released, right? They're available? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm getting. I'm a late comer. Yes.
1: Okay, well, I haven't yeah. seen anybody else talk about this one. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah the RC Geek just posted something. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. he's not flying it yet or anything. Look like
2: he put it together yeah. already though. Didn't. Oh well. Yeah. Giddy up, Fitz. Yeah, uh, you're faster than I am. But these are available now, right? Yes, they are. Okay. is uh,
1: new, and it, I think it's a buy now. At the yeah. cart. Yep. Four ninety nine ninety nine. Plug and play. Which means add a receiver and a battery. Yeah. And how many channels? Six? Five. Okay. Maybe six. Let's see. Throttle, flaps, gear, elevator, rudder. It's five. And there's no unless your receiver that you pick has the Are there flaps? So so Oh sorry, right,
2: not flaps. No flaps. But it has that reverse capability on a speed controller, and I've never done that. Does that take an extra channel? I think Lee you've did you try? Was it you experiment with that or somebody else?
0: No, somebody else did, but I don't think it, it does take a channel. So, but it just, I think it just passes through the uh, throttle, right?
2: I don't know. I've never done it before, but I saw it on the video. He stopped and backed up with it. i like, oh, I got to try that, but I have never programmed Avian. I think the newer Avian speed controllers have that capability in the firmware, but I don't. I have to read on it. See how to activate. It. I, oh.
0: I could try it on my P forty seven, but I haven't. Uh, no, I haven't programmed it yet. So
2: I want to try
1: it in the air. Okay. to make a lot of noise.
0: Look, you already <laughs> lost one plane. <laughs> but I, like, can, we, can we? try to get those odds yeah, down? Did
1: do that on the second flight. <laughs> you know, guts no glory, right? <laughs> right. So let's count again. Throttle, ailerons, rudder, elevator. That's four, four. and then yep. retracts is five. Five. And then if you want to add stability or whatever, then, you know.
2: Yeah, that's six if you want to put a, you know, A3X whatever. Lights, bomb drop, ejection seat. Machine guns.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Well, I don't have anything else to say about it unless you guys got something.
1: Really? You don't want to talk about it for more than 20 minutes?
2: (laughs) No, we got something else to talk about.
1: Oh, yeah. Lots of other things. All right.
2: All right. Uh so apparently another Mavic just dropped and I know nothing about it.
0: Mavic I don't either. I just know there's a new number. Mavic 3.
2: <laughs> it, Mavic is it, 3. Is it, is it you know, a better camera or Yes. Any, yes.
0: I I really don't know much about it. I just I uh, think i quick
1: you're, you're going to have to embrace this role as our drone guy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I,
0: look, I had three specs here. There's a better camera, it's heavier, and it's more expensive. There you go. That's all I got. <laughs> so I will say, though, I, I pulled up – I wanted to compare it to my Mavic Air 2. And mine is 570 grams, and these things start at 895 grams. So they're wow. kind of – you're paying by the weight now, I guess. Speak but,
1: English, boy.
0: Well, I what?
1: It's, it's grams. You figured out. 30 grams per ounce. You do the math. You're the math and man. So it's like 30 ounces. So You're it's like not, not quite two pounds.
0: And <laughs> if my um, calculations <laughs> As are As I continue the on, the, the flight time is longer. So I think the spec here says the Air 2 is 34 minutes and the Air, the Mavic 3 is 46 minutes. 46 Holy minutes. Holy cow. Yeah. That's
1: a big difference. Wow. Yeah. All that weight's battery. Yeah. How many cells?
0: Uh, no, I'm scrolling as fast as I can so it sounds like we know what we're talking yeah. about. All,
2: it, has mean, a, it has yeah, a, yeah, the battery here camera. is,
0: yeah, it has a household, but it has two cameras actually. So, uh, the battery on the two is a 3500 and what the voltage, though? God darn it, 11 volts.
1: Oh, it's only a three cell, yeah.
0: And the battery on the S is 5000 and it's uh 15, 15 volts, so it's a 4S, so it's a 4S yep.
1: So, there you good. Go. Wow, uh, they up the voltage and the, uh, I'm confused, but okay. Keep talking. Well,
0: oh, there you go. Um, scrolling. I'm scrolling as fast as I can. Uh, uh, it looks cool. I mean, the fact that it's got a Hasselblad lens on it, that's, that's cool for me. I'm a it's got
2: adjustable guy. f-stops too.
0: I, that, darn it fits. Yeah, that was the last one I could do, that's correct. Adjustable f-stops. So you don't have to, um, have the end filter on there. You have to
1: stop the f's yourself.
0: Well, you used to. You had to use a, a, a filter, but uh, now you don't. So that's cool. So I mean, what about
1: G-Stops? What are the G-Stops like?
2: G- <laughs> G-Stops? G-stops? No? Wait,
1: so there's two cameras? There's
2: two cameras. Wait, I see something here. It's, 28 hybrid zoom, whatever that means. Digital optical zoom.
0: Yeah, see, now we're getting to the part where people are screaming. goes, come on, Lee, didn't you do any research? like, no, I just noticed that the three came out, and there's a couple of videos out there. Yeah. Uh, Terry mentioned... Go ahead, Terry. You mentioned someone who had a video out there, or how... Was it just a quick... Uh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we're... <clears throat> um, we know Russ from 51 Drones. That's his name, right, Russ? Oh, mm-hmm. see. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, I noticed he had a video out. That's it. That's oh, okay. what... That's the only thing I knew about it. I didn't even know this thing was coming until I saw that. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. that's new. Okay. I saw that this morning. So here's and then few- Lee's like... Hey, have you heard about the new Mavic 3? Wow! And
0: there's two versions, too. There's a cinematic version, and then I guess there's a a standard version. So I really don't know much more than that. All I know is that there's two. But I want to jump in and say, you know what? I went to the website to say, okay, I'll, I'll go look at it. And what I really don't like is that when you scroll down to, like, go to the next page, it's all, like, a video, you're scrolling through a little video. I mean, you can go back and forth and scroll up and down. It's not like you're going scrolling everything down to, to look at it. It actually does like a little, you know, video in front of you. And you're you're fast-forwarding and backing up. And I was like, I don't want to – I just want to see – I'm like scrolling through like, stop it. Just tell me what – don't – I'm doing it right now. I was like, just, just tell me what I want to know. So I highly recommend you don't go look at the Mavic Dash 3 – you know, link on their site. Just click on specs. <laughs> and then, and Back in my day, down. websites
1: were like, <laughs> made on Notepad. Pictures at 300 pixels. I'm going to
0: be an old man here and say it's just too much. I mean, they're they're definitely trying to sell you with the animation effect, but
2: yeah, okay. just okay. Well, so I found a third party website. They got they got a pretty good summary of different things. Okay, so I'll shut me, up now. Let me just scroll down. A few things that just jumped out at me as I go down. Uh, okay, so we get, we talked about the camera. It can do 4K at 120 frames per second, yeah. which is pretty impressive. Dang. It, it Dang. My do... computer just
1: had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Burst into <laughs> flames. Kill me now. Uh,
2: 20 megapixel still images and 12-bit RAW. That's for you, Lee. Uh, we talked about the f-stops, um, 2.8 to 4.11. Wait, What? F2, I don't know what, 4 slash 11, that's weird. Um, yeah, so it
0: has an F-stops between F2, 8 and F11, so you can manually change your aperture.
2: Okay, well, the radar wrote it. It says 4 slash 11, which doesn't make any sense.
1: I'll change your aperture. Yeah,
2: it's a typo on the website, it looks like. Uh, it's got extra sensors, so it says um, fish six fisheye vision sensors for all directions, so it doesn't bump into anything, even going backwards. Uh, so it's, it's a, a sensitive drone. drone. It's a sensitive drone, yes. Uh, it's got a, a target lock. <laughs> <laughs> That's just scary. It <laughs> can lock on uh, a subject in normal that? mode. What's that? It actually says that? Uh, this says active track five. So it's users maintain a lock on the subject even in normal modes. Huh. Uh, secondary sensors can, can you track an object until they once again focus on it. So if you move out of the frame, it sort of, I guess, predicts where you are and can block back on you oh it can lock on to not only gps but glossness and Beidou, so the russian and chinese gps oh,
1: satellites. that's reassuring
2: oh that's good yeah. to know when a, at the end of the world we know we can still do that yeah. uh, when it becomes sentient that it, it yeah. can go wherever it wants <laughs> wherever it was and destroy it, it wants. uh it's faster 35 percent faster than the mm-hmm. other mavics uh here's a new
0: one the new o3 plus i'm assuming that's a Transmission device extends video transmission range to a maximum distance of fifteen kilometers.
2: Wow, oh, well, what six miles? Or so no,
0: it's, it's just a little dot. I mean, that's certainly no a...
2: more than that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, different modes. Then they got a cinematic version, like at Lee that you kind of touched on. Uh, data rate of three point seven gigabits per second. Holy mother! Uh, it comes with a built-in one terabyte SSD hard drive wow wow and he's a, a data special high-speed data cable to transfer all the files down i
0: think the i think the built-in storage oh. on my mavic 2 is eight gigabytes
2: <laughs> well we're recording 4k at 120 per second that's gonna chew up
0: wow how
2: much is this thing that was my next thing um <laughs> if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, it's not for tire kickers, I assume, with all that stuff. Uh, mm. The standard version is 2200
0: no. It actually says consumer. It does not say. It's not one on their professional line.
2: Well,
1: yeah, well, I get it.
2: But... That's the cheap one. If you get the Procom
1: one, it's 5000 Huh, that's right up there. Where, what was the big one they used to have with the fold-down landing gear?
2: Oh, yeah. The big fancy thing. Yeah, the articulated landing gear one. Yeah. Were, um, so, so yes, The Inspire. Yeah, they had two versions <laughs> of that. We're in the
0: money, we're yeah. in the money. It <laughs> was
2: $5,000. It was a mini red camera, practically.
0: Holy smokes.
1: Uh, uh, it comes I, with, it folds up, too, like normal. What was that, Lee? Oh, nothing. Well, that's the thing. I don't know if this technology is moving as fast as it used to be, but you knew when you bought a DJI or any other kind of drone there a few years ago, by the time it showed up on your doorstep, it was obsolete. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> I know mine is,
2: and half the price. <laughs> so, so it man. looks like they got three versions: one's twenty two hundred, one's three thousand, the other one's five thousand. Yowsers! All right,
1: yowsers. All right. Okay. not my cup of tea. I appreciate the technology, but yeah, well, I don't need it.
0: I'm going to end our little Mavic story with a personal story. Uh, during the storm that hit us uh, last week, Fitz. Uh, that front that came through. Yeah. I lost shingles on my house. My house was only eight years old, and I lost shingles, and they just flew right off. And I hired a couple of, well, I called a couple of roofing companies to come do an inspection. One guy showed up and didn't you know his quote, and the other guy showed up, and he forgot his ladder. And he thought, like, oh, I thought there was access to your roof. I said, no, I need a ladder. And he goes, well, I, I can't get up there and look. I said, well, I got my, got my quadcopter. You quadcopter. to... To he goes oh that'd be great so we pull it on he was like all Aw in awe he was like oh my god you could see everything with that so <laughs> where's he been I, for the last 10 years well he, they have a guy they can They have i guess they have a, a contract uh what do you call it uh not a consultant uh a contractor? subcontractor yeah subcontractor right. that comes out to do stuff like that if it's larger i guess but um, no we took pictures and stuff and we looked at it and you know did a little scanner and the whole thing so and that kind of reiterates the stuff i mentioned Early in our podcast about my love Hate relationship with drones and that I love them when they replace The threat of human life Factor Where like you know again climbing the roof <laughs> To go do an inspection or you know Forest fires search and rescue that kind of thing Or in this case like medical services too When you can take medicine Or, or and I think I, m- I mentioned this Many times but the, the one you can take organs From one hospital to another Like that's across a river or something like that Just yeah, the,
2: Somebody was doing that somewhere yeah, I mean, in I'm, Africa or something, they were able to zip well, this, around.
0: Well, this—I think the one I saw was in Sweden because like they said the, the, t- the time it takes to drive to this other hospital can they can shave like five minutes off. <laughs> it's like, well, I, I think that's probably important. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I digress. The fact is, I used it for a service that was great because it didn't have to go up there. Got the answer we needed, uh, that kind of thing. So uh, I'm I'm happy I'm using it, and, and I'm also can't wait to charge my batteries and head up to my event this week because I plan to do a lot of aerial photography for this event and share it with everybody. So more, we'll talk more about that later in the show.
1: I have a question for you, Lee. Yeah. Do you hire a roofer who shows up at your house without a ladder?
0: Yeah. I, uh,
1: <laughs> he was, he was,
0: uh, I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> he was, re, um, uh, I'm saying requested. He was uh, given, I was recommended. Thank you. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm hitting a button here. Uh, yeah. And anyway, he, uh, I guess he thought it was a one-story or something. I don't know. I think he—I think his comment was he does roofs for this guy's rental houses, and they must all be one stories or something like that. So he didn't realize you could not get to my roof with a, a one-story ladder. Okay, there you go. So Fair enough. <laughs> but I didn't go with him. If that. Makes <laughs> I did get some nice pictures of my mm. roof, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that being said, I still like my uh, my Mavic Air 2. It's I think it's wonderful. I, I've gotten some great that stuff. old In fa- thing. In fact, <laughs> still paint on it. That's hilarious. Um, the um, we put a couple of videos out for the AMA on on aerial shots, and so. Um, I, all of it was my footage with mine when I went to Richardson and the Northwest RC and the Thunderfield so all that footage came from there and we were encouraging other clubs to do that so we can kind of share people's layouts and stuff like that so they, they are for good just some people don't use them properly and that's all I got to say about that
2: <laughs> <laughs> the drone gun parallel just never ends does
0: it Moving. <laughs> it is I mean you know you get one bad apple Everybody else has to pay for it.
2: Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, I think on that note, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Oh, Lee, you missed a fun time on the water a couple of weekends ago. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you had a pool party?
0: I I drank water. It was fun. <laughs>
2: Tell uh, me about your show. I, know I was busy with my kids. What did you do? Oh, poor excuse. Well, we had another boat meet. I don't think I talked about it on our last podcast, did we?
1: Uh, No, not since it's happened. We talked oh. about it before it happened.
2: Yeah, okay. So we had a really nice day, great weather, uh, and really good turnout. I think the most people I've ever had out, as a matter of fact. And all kinds of neat stuff showed up, uh, some various flavors of speedboats, some really big speedboats. Hold
1: on, you have to say what it is. We're not going to let you get by with that.
2: Oh, all right. (laughs) fun. Thank you. It's a
1: fabulous floating flotilla of fun. Yeah, Part, but this is like your sixth or seventh one, right? The quarterly Yeah. The east.
2: Yeah. Right. yeah, they're still going strong. Um, it was, the water was high enough and had some wind for the sailboats. I threw in a couple of buoys in the water to race around. And I also T-boned one of those buoys at my speedboat and ripped the prop off.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: Uh so I gotta get I gotta find a new prop. It actually nicked the rudder too. It really hit it hard.
1: Yikes. It and it is a boy, I don't, it's a little boat. It's like a one in a million shot and I hit it. <laughs> that wasn't your oxidine dominator, it was. was it? Yes, oh the it was. mini dom?
2: The mini dom got taken out practically. Oh man. Yeah. Well I assume uh, you can get parts for it. Yeah, yeah, I was looking on the website and I'm gonna order some part. I just needed to double check what I need to get. Uh, so otherwise, it's fine. It just ripped the prop off. Oh. I think it was a plastic prop and just disintegrated. Yeah. uh there's no more else to say. You just had a really good time. Lots of stuff from we had a steamboat. Troy came out with his steamboat Willie and it ran pretty good. And, no, it didn't. And, no, it didn't. His sterno went <laughs> bad. <laughs> it kind of ran, but it, yeah, I mean, it runs fine. But the sterno was I guess it got old, so he had a short run with it. Um, uh, Nathan showed up with his three printed pedal boat looked really nice actually nice. Uh, did you get look, any
1: pictures of it I haven't seen anything since the oh, event happened
2: yeah it's on my phone somewhere so. ah.
1: well,
0: Phil was there too right
2: yes Phil came down
0: yeah, yeah. so because my fr- and you didn't mention my neighbor so I'll have to fill you in. My, my neighbor Steve was there so he actually hung out with Nathan for a while and interesting story there uh Nathan, I think, is getting into sailboats. <laughs> my neighbor said, "I'm turning him to the dark side." <laughs> I said, "No." <laughs> so yeah, Nathan does a lot of boats too. Let's hope he doesn't stop flying though. That's that's my hope. But he's. Uh, it's funny. I uh, I was given some sails for my neighbor for Victoria, and then like the next day, Steve goes, "Oh, you know what? I could really use those sails back because Nathan's going to get a Victoria." I was like, oh, so I don't get them anymore. He goes, no, no, I want to give them to Nathan. <laughs> so, so Nathan is now the proud Sir. owner of, this, of the sails, which is okay because I, I have sails. I'm I'm set. I don't need any more, and uh, I'm happy to help out Nathan with his uh, future endeavors. I think I even heard a rumor that he wants to get a star you know, those big boats.
2: Star 45? Yeah. yeah so I don't nice. know what you're talking about. How big They're is just,
1: big?
0: Uh, what do you think? Three feet, three and a half feet? Boat yeah, I was thinking I don't thirty
2: to... something, thirty-eight inches. Me? Oh, wait. That was forty-five. Hence the name Star
0: Forty-Five, right? Oh, that's why. <laughs> I
2: wasn't sure. <laughs> it's a sailboat. Yeah, it's a sailboat. It's a that it's seems... a class.
1: Okay, seems pretty big. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah it's pretty, pretty nice. You buy his kits and build them. Um, what else? Uh, the new owner of Somato showed up. Uh, Blake. And he's a he, boat guy, right? He's a boat guy. He brought some big mothers, uh, and some other, some of the local boat racing boat guys showed up too with some more big mothers, uh, like speedboat <laughs> type where. things. Yeah, speedboat. I think his was a catamaran and it was really long. It was really big, twin motor, if i remember correctly. I think it was twin. Or was it a single? Anyways, they are probably like eight cell, ten cell kind of stuff. Yikes! Yeah. Um, oh, Troy had a neat free-running sailboat. No RC gear at all. You just, it was some German little little boat. You just set the sails, plop it in the water, you can set the rudder, and just let it go. And it kind of did okay. It just kind of wandered around the, the lake, and every once in a while it hit the side, you just turn it around, and it wandered around. It was just kind of neat to watch it go wherever it wanted to go.
0: Well, it's yeah. funny because that just, to me, is like, the epitome of what kids would do in the old days. They'd make little wooden bolts and just sit them in a pond and they'd wait for them to go across the pond.
2: Yeah, like, exactly what it was.
0: Free flight sailing. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: So, good time times have it all. I appreciate everybody who came out. We had a really good showing and uh, might have another one later this year, maybe next month if, if schedule works out. Um, and that'll probably be the last one for a while because the weather's going to get yeah. So what has to fall in place for this to happen? Normally I look at my schedule. It's Your work schedule? Um yeah, you well, the weekend schedule normally. What's anything going on in the weekend if I got an event or okay. something? Or if not, then I'll schedule and we go from there. So that's usually it. Hmm. Okay. What?
1: Did I'll you say where people? it is? Is it Silver Rodriguez Park? Silver Rodriguez Park,
2: South Houston, Clear Lake area for locals. Yeah. Uh, if you again, if you're in the Houston area and you're interested in coming to the event, send us a letter to contact at RCroundtable And uh can add you to the mailing list. I maintain a mailing list that I send out whenever I schedule it, I send out a flyer and a note that said, Hey, we're meeting this time, be there, be square. And mail your $25 entry fee to me. <laughs>
3: That's
2: the best part. It's absolutely free. There's nothing nothing to buy. Just come out and have a good time. We always have a really good mix of boats of all types uh, no gas power, but sailboats, speedboats, little boats, big boats. Uh, there was a guy who had a river boat, a paddle boat, which was pretty neat as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have military boats, whatever, submarines. Uh, the water was actually kind of clear. This last time
1: too, which was nice. And I didn't bring my submarine, which I was kind of Yeah. Speaking upset. of submarines, I tagged you, I think it was a Instagram post last week or the week before where somebody had a RC submarine at Herman Park in Houston. Mm. And I didn't know if you were aware that submarine people work there. Or so play
2: there. Yes, there's actually a a group, um, um what do you want to call it, a, uh, there's a national model Cult. sub. No, 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 there's like a, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's called Subron 5, but there's there's a, uh, you know, like the AMA has, you know, for airplanes. There's a special same, interest group? There's a special interest group for sub model submarines, and they have different regions and different um, uh, districts. And okay. there's one here in Houston. And for quite a while they would host a yearly event at the, the park there in near downtown at the, her memorial. Yeah. And I participated in a few of them and then they kind of just stopped. I don't know why. Um, and I, I keep forgetting to ask the guy cause I actually have his contact. He actually showed up to one of my run events one time uh-huh. and he's on a mailing list. So I sent him out notes. And so th- that was actually a really neat place. It was a bunch of guys that show up. they, from Houston and surrounding cities. And some really nice boats to show up. We'd run them at night, too, uh, and then go out for dinner. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, did, Seafood? Was seafood, yeah. Actually, we went to a seafood place, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so the boat you saw, if I know who that is, that was a guy he actually did show up one time to my event as well. Uh, but as far as I know, he moved out of state. Uh, but he had a big, that was an American... Fleet Sub, really, really nicely detailed uh, with retractable dive planes, big boat. And I would see him out whenever we had those boat runs to downtown, he'd show up. Uh, Cool. uh, So that's why. I think that picture was from several years ago. I don't think it was a recent picture.
1: Don't you have a submarine project somewhere tucked away?
2: I have a couple. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I have one that I actually was tinkering with the other week. Uh, But I had to shelve it because of other things I got busy with. But, uh, yeah, I have a couple ones I really want to eventually get in the water. Some really cool stuff.
0: And he had a boat that now acts like a submarine still underwater.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
2: it's still there. (laughs) Stuck in the mud or something. You might uh, find it someday.
1: Did you lose one?
0: Oh,
2: yeah. yeah,
1: A couple years ago.
0: Five years ago? Ah. Four years, five years ago?
1: It's Silver Rodriguez? Yep. It's submarine. It didn't come back up. Oh,
2: boy. Yeah, it was a little, little tiny speedboat.
1: So if they ever drained that, it'd be interesting to see what they uncover. <laughs>
2: yeah, find all like, kinds of good stuff in there. Some <laughs> boots, some woolly mammoth
1: tusks. I have one in uh,
2: in uh, at the bottom in the lake in New Britain, Connecticut as well. Oh, no. Yeah, one of my early speedboats. This was a cool-looking... It was a hydroplane, but it was sort of a ca- uh, canard hydroplane. Okay. It was... Uh, it had two i guess sponsons in the back and one in the front. I got it because it was real cool looking um and I've droned around for a while and I hit a log or something, and it flipped over and sunk and it it actually came back up a little bit when I was trying to wait out to get it, and it sunk back in and i it's gone, <laughs> so I'm sure it's still down in the bit of bottom of that little pond.
1: Uh, I think it's probably returned to Mother Nature by now. Yeah,
2: that was like 30 years ago, so, yeah.
1: yeah. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And that would have had some foam in it, too, but I guess it wasn't enough for the, so, anyways. We
1: hardly knew ye.
0: I bet some guy was out there, you know, fishing for catfish. He goes home, got that thing, and his (laughs) boat pops out.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, if anybody in Connecticut finds a little old boat, let me know in uh, uh, Stanley Quarter Park. That's where it was.
1: Hmm, huh. all right. I thought you were bad with names, but man, you just pulled that right out of the
2: archives. I can't believe I remembered it, yeah. Well, oh. one of those things. I got a weird memory.
1: Huh. All right, well, while, enough. While we're... Hold on, I'm not done with boats yet. I saw Uh-oh. another cool thing the other day. It was a video on some social media platform. There was a bunch of boat people at a boat place, but one of the things was... Uh, I think they're called e-boats, kind of the German equivalent of our PT boats. they launch torpedoes off the Oh, yeah, yeah, tech. yeah. And they're like they, in between a PT boat and a destroyer. I think they're a little Okay, it's so a little bigger, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but the point was, it actually had little torpedoes that would shoot, that would travel across the water. Ooh, and he was trying to shoot some of the other boats. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> oh, neat. And they seemed to run at kind of a scale speed. and <laughs>
0: Well, and, yeah. and you know, they, they kind of like stationed that the target in the middle and saying, hey,
1: don't move. <laughs> no, the other guys were trying to avoid them. Oh, really? <laughs> well, <laughs> the the video I saw the, but it was just sitting there. <laughs> it, it did not explode, though. They just bounced. Oh, no. they
2: were nerf pedos. What was this like a competition? You try to launch a torpedo, you try to avoid it? Uh, maybe. You get points yeah, if you hit, points they, if you miss.
1: Don't they actually have competitions with BBs where they try to oh, sink yeah. each other?
2: Yeah, it's warship combat. Yeah. The ships are built with, I think, like 132nd balsa wood sides, something like that, and they... Pummel each other with BBs until they sink.
1: Huh. I've been to a fun. few,
2: few of those. They're, they're fun to watch. So you, you have to. It's funny if you, you know, if you go close to them, you're gonna say, uh, they make you wear um, uh, safety goggles. Okay, you we know, have glasses. Yeah. And you're like, why? They're just pointing each other in the in the lake, but they they can get bounces and ricochets. Huh. And I've had a few BBs come
1: pretty close to me <laughs> for <from> ricochets. <laughs> 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 like, pretty what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like RC combat. If you can't get the ship, get the pilot. <laughs> yeah, but they
2: are neat to watch, you know. Mm. As they drive around. And they have bilge pumps in them, too. So you start seeing water pop out, you know, spurt out of right. them as the pumps are pumping. Huh. And they'll, they'll take them out after a round and patch them up. After about five, ten minutes, they're all patched up and then back on the water again.
1: Ah, interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah it is. <intervals> pretty neat. I haven't seen one in a while, but uh, if you ever see get
1: a chance to see one, I would could definitely go watch them. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to do. Yeah. Okay, now I'm done talking about boats. You sure? Yeah. Okay. You sure?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Better. Yeah. Lee. Fitz. Tell us about Round Top. Round Top.
0: Round Top, Texas. Folks, if you... If you don't know what we're talking about, you need to go back a couple of podcasts, like eight. <laughs> That's how long we've been working on this bad boy. Uh, guys, we're hosting a huge event in Roundtop, Texas called the Roundtop RC Expo. You can go to rtrcexpo.com to get information. And if you scroll way right down to the bottom and you're on Facebook, there's a Facebook icon that'll take you straight to our page. And man, the Texas Warbird Thunder team is working their butts off. Um, have either are either of you following the RS, the Roundtop page on Facebook?
2: Yeah, I see some of the posts here and there. Yeah. I that see they weird. got they got a fish head there. Apparently, a fi- fish. <laughs> yeah. oh.
0: the uh, man, the work they're doing is incredible. And I, I'd like to give credit where credit is due. I'll just say the entire. Uh, Texas World War Thunder team is working. Uh, they've mowed the field real well. They've got lines put down. They've got tents going up. We have tables already set up. Uh, Porta potties are there. The pilot stations are set up. They they change things around. fits from when the last time you were there, we used to have like a, a wrap around with the pilot stations for possibly two runways. Yeah. But now we've just made it one. So it goes on. I think we have a thousand feet of, of the runway. I think that's wow. what they have worked it out to be now. Whoa. And yeah, it's incredible. And uh, again, go to the Facebook page folks, or just go to the, uh, or if you're on Instagram, we have pictures that we're sharing there too. And I'm just excited to be a part of this. It's I'm, <laughs> I'm part of a, 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 Chat a group chat that's constantly feeding information about what we're doing, who needs to get what, and so forth. And uh, again, I, I it's our first ev- first year to do this, our inaugural event, and we're going to make mistakes. We understand that, but I'll tell you, the heart is there, the passion to have this event is there. And you know, these guys with their birds, their aircraft, they just love to I don't want to say show off, but it have a good time. And it looks like there might be, I don't know, 10, 12 pilots already there. This week they they showed up yesterday, and so um, you know the RV slots are are starting to fill. But that being said, there's a lot of parking out there, guys. A ton of parking. They've you know fits when you and I were there. We were kind of in that back corner, remember? Yeah. When we we parked, well, just think the rest of that to the trees has been mowed. So, what do you think that is? Another 200 yards, you know, from where we were that day to the. To the... To the sides? Yeah, to the sides. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, because at the time it hadn't been mowed, but there's just so much more area to park, so... Yeah, oh yeah. um, There is going to be space, and... Uh, it's if, if you've got some time this weekend, please, please come down to Round Top. But I say this weekend, let me fix the dates, uh, November 11th through the 13th, because obviously now that I'm thinking about it and we're recording this, and unless we can get this out by Friday, this is over. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. It's yeah all, I don't think that's going to happen. My life has flashed before me, so and now I'm apologizing for all that. I guess, again, I'm just so eager to talk about it, I forget this might be in the past. Uh, so Consider this a pregame show. <laughs> uh, so I never... You missed a great event, guys. Okay, let me tell you about the <laughs> stuff that happened. Um, so uh, Saturday is going to be, of course, the big day. I just want to acknowledge some people that are coming down. We've got three big wigs from the AMA coming from. I, I, I'm not sure Cameron's from there, uh, but uh, Chad Boudreaux, Rich Hansen, Randy Cameron are coming down from the AMA to this event. They're flying in, I think, Friday. And our uh, VP, our District BV, Lawrence Harville, will be here. So there's going to be four big, big AMA guys uh, and a half. I'm, 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 I'm the half guy. <laughs> so, um, you know, representing the Academy of Model Aeronautics there. And for those of you who had been part of our podcast when we did the Expo in California, we made the announcement that the AMA was no longer um, supporting Expos, the Expo East and West. And that was unfortunate. Uh, you know, it's sad that it happened, but it was just kind of the sign of the times that things were dwindling down. But the comment was made during that last event that we were hoping the districts would come up with events, you know, to fill in that gap. And honestly, this is hopefully that solution. You know, it just feels that way. We're, we've got so many people involved. Again, we were going to have some issues that are not going to be perfect. It is an outdoor event. Although all the tents we have ordered have walls and yes, you'll be parking on grass. So we're hoping for the best weather. And so that is a possibility, but it, it just means that, Hey, we try this guys. We see how it goes. And if we need to have some indoor areas, maybe we move some of the events back to the town and we just do the flying event, you know, on Saturday or something like that. So, uh, lots of ideas out there. We just want to have fun and there you go. And Fitz, i don't know what day you're coming. Are you coming Thursday or Friday?
2: Uh, looks like I can make it Thursday.
0: Awesome. So I'll be leaving here Thursday morning, just bringing my truck, no trailer, just uh three or four planes. I'm going to bring your, well, not mine. <laughs> hangar 9, uh, is it Hangar 9 P51 or is it the uh, E-flight? It was an E-flight, P51. Flight, yeah. Yeah, so I'll have that P51 so Ryan and I can fly. I'm going to bring both my Corsairs, so the H H and I at H M I H and I. Excuse me. Right, Terry. H and
1: M. And
0: yeah. Yeah. So I'm bringing that yes and then the uh, the top flight corsair i have and as long as i have room i'm going to try to sneak in the p38 the Flightline p38 and the seagull p47
1: so this is not a big bird event it's open to any warbird
0: it's a giant scale warbird event i'm just sneaking mine in <laughs>
2: <laughs> pushing the limits huh? I
0: think I think I have a VIP pass so like I have a handicap <laughs> so I can, I can shave a couple of inches on the wingtips but yes it is a giant scale warbird event so that's that's what it's supposed to be so I'm just so, going to just say that I wish it was an all warbird event but it is supposed to be just a giant scale
1: and so by the book that would be 80 inch wingspan 60 inch biplane correct yeah okay so, are there going to be uh, demos or anything like that? that you know, about?
0: there are. Uh, there are, and we're also going to have a couple of full scale. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> a couple of full scale flybys, and hopefully, uh, Fitz will not jump off into the fields. <laughs> this will have time. a near death
1: experience. <laughs> we will have to hit the dirt. Uh, gosh,
0: uh, Fitz, I'm going to send you a video later after this podcast on a test run they held today with the P51 and uh, the Texan at the field. So they knew mm. the flying. And uh, let's just say that Texan would have uh, uh, given you a scalp.
2: (laughs) Damn.
1: (laughs) I mean, he came in low. (laughs) That's what I was thinking when I saw that.
0: Oh, my gosh. No, no. You haven't seen this one, Terry. You saw the one. Oh, the one one they didn't post? You didn't see the one they didn't post. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure they'll just have to. I'll look, that was a a safe area. There was nobody there. You know, it was like no public. It was a let's let's see how low you can go. And then we move it up from there. But, oh, my gosh, it was spectacular because he had the smoke on, too. So he was dust in the field. Uh, pretty amazing. So we will have some flybys on Saturday. We have, uh, we're also going to give the AMA staff a time to chat with the, the members there. So it's going to be like a mini district meeting. Um, but I'm looking forward to it, guys. And I will be posting most of my material up on the AMA page. So please follow us on our, our Facebook page. I'll also be throwing it out on our Instagram page. And if I have some time, I'll also start adding some stuff to our RC roundtable definitely stuff of Fitz and I, cause that's another thing that, um, we haven't really mentioned. I don't know how well the internet access is out there. I would love to do a live feed with, uh, you know, Fitz on the microphone and us doing some flight line stuff. We may just have to record it, but that kind of stuff, that kind of work where Fitz and I are working together, that will eventually go on the RC round table page. Yeah. Yeah. she try <sighs> to do a show. Well, I hope, I mean, that, that would be great. And, um, I don't know, maybe Friday night fits.
2: Mm, yeah, that's so a good idea. Yeah,
1: bring your microphone.
0: Now, you, we have some friends coming down. Richard, you're staying with Richard at a hotel, correct?
2: Yeah, Richard and I are sharing a room.
0: Okay, so you guys are there. I'm going to be staying at a bed and breakfast in town, uh, mm. so I'll be I'll be there. But I think you know we'd have the opportunity as long as Richard, you know, you're taking your own car, though. You guys aren't driving together back and forth at the hotel. No, right? no, no, I'm taking my own car. Yeah, so we can. Like you,
2: no trailer, just a car.
0: Okay, good. So possibly we can do something. Something Friday night to do a recording. That'd be great.
1: All right. So you're going to have to catch me up. I know we talked about what was planned there a long time ago, but I'm sure it's changed. It's not just a flying event, right? There's the the swap meet or expo or something vendors. Uh,
0: Absolutely. I haven't done a really good time job advertising this properly, but it is a, a swap meet and vendor show. We haven't received a lot of vendors, uh, for several reasons one it's new so they're not sure uh number two there was just recently a show at apache pass where there are a lot of vendors there who aren't going to make the trip down so if i were to guess we'd probably have no more than 10 vendors on display there i could be i could be wrong we might get some last minute ones uh tomas will be there though from legend hobby so he'll he'll have his trailer and goodies there so that's good um and we'll have a couple of vendors that sell goods maybe big is it big dog rc is that correct yeah okay so he might be there uh, I don't have the vendor list, so I'm sorry I can't provide that. But I know we've sold probably 10 swap meet tables so far. Okay. And the the number I've been told as far as the number of pilots are expecting is 150. Holy oh, it's pretty boy. good. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's so, a lot of thunder.
0: It's a lot of thunder. I mean, and, oh, here's a cool little thing. This just came to me from the guy running the event. Uh, Fred Massey texted us, I guess it was last week, that there's a huge section called uh, Roped off for l- these pilots from Louisiana. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: they're, that's they're, some special thing.
0: I saw that. Them. Well, it's like it's. The, I think it's their version of the Texas Warbird Thunder. And uh, I apologize, I don't have the name, and it's it's slipped my mind. But anyway, they there was a huge section on the map that they're just you know roped off for this team. So <laughs> that's kind of neat. So and you know that's kind of neat though, because like we've seen in photos, uh, like from Nats or the National Funfly... Or possibly even from like Neat or something you might have people coming from states or you know clubs that have their own little section and mm-hmm. it, it would be great to see the louisiana one like behind them to have the you yeah. know
2: what do you is that a snicker <laughs> i was thinking the, the cajun air force
0: yeah, yeah. It was, okay it could be the cajun air force there's the cajun uh, navy so yeah. yeah so we have the oklahoma we have the you know oklahoma people from oklahoma it could be a whole district you know eight you know set up but I digress. That that's just part of the fun, and so whatever we you know we miss, we're definitely going to ask people for their thoughts and ways of making it better. But it's just it's it is so cool to see how it's coming along. You know, we've just had an idea. It's like how it came about because Toledo shut down, and so mm-hmm. they're trying to do something like Toledo here, um, and kind of like Best. I didn't get to go to the first one, so I didn't know how well it was or whatever. But when I went to the second one, it sold me and that's why I went every every year after that. So hopefully we can do that we can get this one going learn from our mistakes make year 2 incredible.
1: All right, cool. And everything's at one location. So he's
0: basically, you know, taken out a huge hay area and said that's it's ours now. It's called Thunderfield.
1: All right, cool. So it's permanent? It's permanent. All right.
0: I'm the treasurer for now <laughs> well, we have zero dollars in the club funds <laughs> so it's an easy job for me because everything is everything else is the entity for the expo the field the club itself is zero but I, you know what I haven't talked to Randy I I feel bad because these guys are working so hard I, I, just kudos uh, to Randy and Greg and Corey uh, the, that are you know doing the, the, the labor the hard work I mean I'm so glad that they have time to be out there but it is going to be interesting, like, after we do this, how many people might come to us and say, can we be a member of this club? Can we be a member of this field? And then I'm going to have to get to work <laughs> on my second job.
1: Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I hope you guys have good weather and an enjoyable event.
0: Hey, hey, Fitz. Yeah. I'll make it so you can get a good deal
1: to fly
2: a Thunderfield. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: Bring no under I'm done. All right. Okay, good. Sounds exciting. Yeah, and I assume you're going to take lots of pictures and videos.
0: I will do that. I will All do right. that. Thank but, you, you know, before I go, because this is what I wrote down right after this discussion on my list.
1: That's um, your Columbo move. Uh, yeah, one more Colum- thing.
0: <laughs> and one more. Th- I can't. Just, just one thing. He's leaning over. He always like, has his head tilt. Uh, you, know, you know, but... I'm confused. <laughs> Help me out here. There is uh, one thing. I think. I think two of the three RC roundtable pilots have something new with their AMA membership, and one of them needs to <laughs> catch up. But uh, Terry, is it true that you now have an L in front of your number?
1: Um, I'm not sure. It is true that I submitted my renewal as a lifetime membership. But I haven't received the card yet. So, yeah, I finally took the plunge.
0: And I recently took the plunge about cool. two months ago. And I have my little card. I think you guys saw the photo. I posted on my Facebook page. Yep. And I'll tell you, it feels good. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'm going to teasingly say this because Terry said it is hilarious. I've funded the trip for the AMA members to come to our <laughs> roundtable. And that's okay. <laughs> that's for a good cause. <laughs> so, um, But, yeah, I it's funny cause I posted that and we posted a couple other posts, uh, life member posts on our Facebook page. And I see people commenting, it's like, I should have done that years ago. And then every now and then I'll chime in and said, well, there's, it's never too late because I've been a member for nearly 40 years and I finally decided to get it. And, yeah. you know, I believe in the organization. I believe in what the hobby does. I think I would have been a, a life member long time ago, but it was a fun thing. It was, it was money. It was finance. So, there was a time I just couldn't afford it, but you can break it down into payments. And I think it's, what, 375? Oh, Is that I right? didn't know that. Really? Yeah, you can break it into four, uh, four payments. Oh. So if you do that, guys, you do get to be a life member. And I could sit here and say, hey, it's really cool you get this gold card, but that's not why you're doing it. If you are a member of a club that you believe in, and I'm going to throw my other one out there, the NRA... Uh, I'm not a lifetime member with the NRA. I've always thought about it too. And I might change my mind suddenly, but I typically renew my NRA for five years Hmm. every time. And I, I believe in that I believe in the second amendment. So I, if you're out there listening and you're on the fence and you're saying, well, that's a lot of money it is, but you're supporting a group that's trying to keep this hobby alive. And I know that this, the recent, you know, four or five years with the FAA has been tough, but the fact is we're still here. And the fact is we're working to get things done for our clubs and to make sure that they're still flying. And we are are strong in members, you know, people who have been in this hobby a long time. And uh, my last part is that I have two kids who fly. And I kind of understand what my dad was doing when he signed me up. He... I didn't think much about it when he got my membership. I just thought, hey I, I'm in you know I've got a number I can fly and that's all I thought about but I know my dad was looking for my future so I, I'm talking to those out there who have you know kids or grandchildren who see a spark with that interest in the hobby and if you haven't already give them a gift of a, of a membership and then treat yourself to a lifetime membership and then use that to tell people how important this hobby is to you.
1: I never really thought of any of those aspects of it. I just knew it's something that I will never not do. And so, kind of like you said, it just happened to hit me at a time this year when I had a little bit of extra money burning a hole in my pocket. And I'm like, you know what? It's time to pull the trigger on this. And so I did. It was never an issue of not wanting to do it. It was just, you know, the stars had to align. And they finally did. Well, and... (laughs) It's like i, don't know,
0: I trying to. I, I said this in my head. I was like, does that sound wimpy? But you know, I I talk to my wife about our funds. You know, we're, we're I'm I'm lucky to have a wife, a spouse who's who we we sit down, we talk about our expenses. And you know, I turned to her and said, you know, I really would like to get my life membership. And then her answer was, you don't have your life membership? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I just redo every two years. So I was like, can I can I go ahead and get my life membership? She goes, of course. So, it's. That was a good feeling. It was like, I, I'm, I'm, it's, it is, it does seem like I'm a lot of money, but once I realized, you know, 375, that's a, that's a, that's less than a P40, or 9, P47. <laughs> you know, I could crash a plane every year. Uh, no, um, <laughs> it, it was worth it to me, but I wanted to thank you, Terry, for taking that step. And uh, thank you for, for doing that. And uh, hopefully when you get your card, you'll take a nice picture of it and we can put that out there. No pressure Fitz, but Fitz, I know you are a, a, an RC lifer. And uh, I would encourage you to think about it. And you know, that way the three amigos would have their
1: gold cards. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So now when I call you, I can literally say, Hey, I pay your salary. You're going to listen to me
0: (laughs) or you pay for flight
1: tickets. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I'm going to keep that one in my back pocket. Yeah. Well, there you go.
0: But thank you, Terry. You mentioned that. And I want to share that.
1: Uh, You're welcome. But I didn't do it for you. So,
0: oh yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> All right, I know you did. Hey, hey Lee. <laughs> oh. All right, what else? Workbench time. I Burpee. can't imagine Fitz doesn't have anything to talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah, what secrets is he hiding from us this yeah. time?
0: Hmm? Didn't we have? Was it our Was it our YouTube show where we were like on for two hours and <laughs> we could like start? He could start another build.
1: Oh for yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, Fitz, what secret projects do you have? Uh, no secret projects at the moment, but I am working
2: diligently on the Leprechaun Milad. Yeah, I saw some of your live stuff. You building the wing. Yep. In fact, that was before we started recording. I was in the workshop sanding away at it. And not once did I see you glue your fingers to it. Uh, no, I just stick my finger with a pin, but I didn't uh, glue my it. You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> So, so I've, uh, all the structures are done now, so I'm in the sanding
1: <laughs> phase of getting everything sanded down so I can cover. Hey, you guys just reminded me of our buddy Sparky's comment today. He sent us that text, how do you know you had a good vacation? You go back to work with glue on your fingers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he's right. You know, I did get a bunch of glue, it was funny, um, early when I was building part, other, some part and I had a... End up with a bunch of glue on my fingers, and the fingerprint sensor wouldn't work on my phone.
1: Oh yeah, I've had that happen.
2: So yeah, it, it happens when I was using really thin CA, and it kind of got all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's it, okay. It,
1: but when CA interferes with your retina scan, you got problems.
2: No, you, yeah, get it out of your eyes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to get this thing. I have a deadline now. I just talked to the, the editor. Today, uh-oh. So I've got a <laughs> deadline. Like, da, so. Uh, hmm, I wonder if I can bring some pieces to the round top. Work out
1: them there. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay. The winds are going to be high, so
1: that's <laughs> when you have too many projects on your plate.
0: Hey, you know we could just. It, <laughs> We could just surprise people. If we don't, if we're missing a couple of vendors, we just take a couple of tables. We put lights around you, and we just like special show. You know, <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry! Step right up. See the amazing fits build this plane. Or no, even
1: better. You can do it like one of those group builds where everybody comes and everybody adds one piece. Oh yeah, covers one panel. that would be interesting <laughs> to see what you end up with.
2: Oh,
0: hey, that's an now that's an idea for next year. Yeah. Why just is ask, one
1: wing longer
2: than the other? Just
0: ask people say, I just need you to do step 2. <laughs>
2: no, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm just I'm just working on that on so my workbench, my auxiliary workbench. <laughs> Your emergency workbench. No, no, I cleared some space so, you know, I told you I built a bunch of workbenches. So now I'm taking advantage. So it's nice to have one workbench I'm working on the leprechaun, but I still my main workbench is open now, which I was working on the uh Ultra stick and other stuff so it's kind of neat to have a semi-organized workshop yeah so that's pretty much it for me i don't have any uh you know i got i got to put that p47 together at some point but yeah uh, probably not gonna be as quick as normal with it due to the leprechaun deadline
1: you don't happen to have the newest Habu, do you i do not okay no. I saw that they released another version this week that goes, I guess up to 6S. And yeah, I wondered pref- if that was in your stable. No,
2: yeah, apparently they um it's 6S, they beefed up the wing a little bit. It's got smaller wheels and something else. I think the receiver's different. It doesn't have that auto land ability. Yeah. Uh so no. I was flying my old one. Did I actually it's gotten around. I sold it to one of the other one of my club mates. Uh-huh. And he flew it a little bit, and then he sold it to another club member. <laughs> so they asked me to take it up and trim it out and stuff for him. Uh, okay. So it was kind of neat to fly it again after after has been a while. Yeah. Uh, so it's a e- very easy flying handling jet. Cool. So it would be neat to see the performance on
1: 6S power. Yeah. I think it's 4 to 6.
2: Yeah. You get to choose, the, yeah. The original one was 3 to 4. Yeah. So that's interesting that they uh, amped it up. Kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. So that's it for now. I'll update you guys when other stuff gets in the process.
1: Will you? Really? Maybe. Yeah. That's what I thought. What about you, Lee? Well, I was hoping
0: if we crammed this weekend to get the Banana Hobbies B25 done, and Mm, we did make some progress. But I ran into some snags and then took a step back and realized I, I didn't want to rush the rest of the build, so we put it on hold. But it's it's coming together. I mean, it's. <laughs> I think that models made of snags, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it took me forever to get the wiring done, <laughs> so there were some questionable questionable soldering and stuff inside, and a couple of the servos weren't working because you know we figured that was going to happen with it being underwater. Um, but I was kind of frustrated that the servos I bought that I thought were going to fit as direct replacements are too big and mr terry here just wants me to cut up the foam uh, but that ain't the solution buddy because the servos slip into plastic pre-molded pockets so i don't want to fitz be i hear
1: excuses what do you hear i
0: don't. i'm not gonna dig those out Blah blah blah, uh, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. just gonna hot glue the servos to the side of the fuselage <laughs>
1: but terry foam is precious i couldn't
0: uh, <laughs> so uh that being said uh I was impressed. Ryan, you know, wanted to do some work on it and it's you know, it's technically his plane. But we uh you know, he did his first spray painting job on the wing tips, the wing panels, and he did pretty good. I mean I you know, whenever he'd made a mistake, I told him, you know, what he needed to do differently. And then Oh, uh, so
1: you're giving him painting tips?
0: Uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs>
1: damn, damn, damn. Sorry. That was a low blow, wasn't it? I'm sorry. <laughs> I took a father-son I, bonding moment and I, I am not
0: it. coming back for this for a while. I'm just going to have to stop talking and uh, reevaluate my friendship with my buddy Terry.
1: Oh, come on. Damn, if I didn't that, tease you, you wouldn't come
0: back for it. You've seen those stupid contests they have where those guys slap each other's faces? <laughs> I don't get it. But damn it. I think it was me against the 300-pound Hulk or something like that. Just smack me. You smacked the teeth right out of me. Oh, Smash.
1: Right. But, <laughs> slap <laughs> me back. Come on. Hit me with your best uh, shot.
0: No, I can't. I'm I'm too kind. I'm I'm good at heart. <laughs>
1: don't <have> a <laughs> I don't crush people's souls.
0: <laughs> so yes, we spray painted the wingtips, and he did a good job. So all right. oh, now we're done. Uh, <laughs> after that, I just need to uh, work on the planes that I'm bringing to Ground Top. That's all I got for you. No other work has been done. Just the just that one.
1: Okay, that's your whole workshop story.
0: Uh, yeah, that's all I've been working on in my workshop. As far as what it looks like, it is a terrible mess. I still have planes from Best in the garage. They have not moved into my workshop because I've kind of run out of space. So right. I digress. Let's move on. I'm, that is it. Okay. The end. Right. end well, I've Exit stage
1: left. <laughs> I've got a couple things I want to talk about from my workshop. And Lee, I'll just give you an open invitation when you see your opportunity to to hit me with a low blow, you just come on in. Don't be shy. I deserve it.
0: No, that, that you're absolutely right. I should not be giving painting tips.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, all right. So the first thing I want to talk about is my Kyosho Valencia, which is the 1980s motor glider I talked about in our last show. And at that time, I was contemplating using the stock motor and gearbox I knew I wanted to use the stock propeller just because it has a very unique look. But uh, with this particular airplane, the motor and that heavy NICAD battery were all the way at the front. So if I use lighter equipment, I was just going to have to add some lead weight. So in the end, I ended up sticking with the stock gearbox, stock prop, stock motor. And this is a brushed 05 size motor, a normal size. And I experimented with batteries. Though Originally, it would have had a 6-cell, 1200 milliamp hour NICAD with the Tamiya connector, you know, classic 80s stuff. And I did a test run with that kind of battery. Maybe my battery was old or something, but it didn't put out that much power. And I've got the numbers around here somewhere, but it wasn't very impressive. And so I tested it with some other batteries, including a 2-cell LiPo and a two-cell A123, and those would have worked, of course, with the two-cell LiPo. These were 2100s. I would have had to add some weight to the nose, and that's when I made those socket weights that I talked about earlier. I was going to have to add, I think, about an ounce and a half, or maybe it was two ounces, with the 2100. Oh, I forgot to mention, this model was originally designed for three standard size servos, which are behind the center of gravity. One of those servos operates the switch, the, a mechanical switch that's the motor on-off. Got rid of that sucker. Now it has a 50-amp speed control. And then one servo each for rudder and elevator. And I replaced those with uh, eFlight 9-gram servos, which are plenty big enough for the performance envelope of this thing. So I'm sure that I saved a few ounces behind the CG with that move. And so consequently, I didn't have to add as much weight as I was expecting to the nose when I used a lighter battery. But anyway, and you guys feel free to ask questions anytime. I could go through all the iterations here, but what I ended up with was a three cell A123 as my battery. And I think I added about an ounce of weight to the nose to to balance with that battery. So why'd you choose the A123, out of curiosity? Well, no, it's more about voltage. So with the two-cell LiPo, I think I was pulling 25 amps, which is enough, but you're not making a whole lot of power with only two cells, and I felt like that motor was capable of pulling more than 30 amps continuously without doing any damage. And you know, typically, I think an 05 size motor, especially one that has replaceable brushes and you know, all that kind of stuff, is good for at least 30 amps. And that was kind of my target. And then when I went to a three-cell LiPo, uh, yes, the amp much. draw the yeah, it jumped up to almost 40, which probably would have been okay. I don't think I'm going to damage anything at 40 amps in this setup. Um, but also, I didn't think I needed that much power in this model either because, you know, it's just a three-channel motor glider. Uh, but the the A123s are kind of a happy medium voltage wise. They're I forget what the nominal voltage is, but I think it's like 3.6. No, maybe it's less. 3.2. It's 3.3 isn't it? Maybe it's 3.3. A fully charged three cell is 10.8 volts versus a fully charged three cell Lipo is 12.6. So it's kind of voltage wise in between a two cell and a three cell Lipo, which is where I wanted to be in this power system. And so it just worked out. Um, I think, again, I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it was right around 30 amps and 200 watts, I believe. Or maybe I'm making that up. But I'll have to look at the numbers again. Forget any numbers I'm quoting you here because it's probably not correct. But I'm pretty sure that I'm around uh, 200 watts with it, which seemed like a pretty good number for this airplane. That puts me at about 75 watts per pound which is much better than it would have been with the stock system because A, the airplane's lighter, and B, I'm making more power. And 75, I think, is a good starting point for a rise-off-ground model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you just humoring me with that? Mm -hmm. I
0: -hmm. I agree.
1: (laughs) Okay. Because I think
0: think if you were over one-to-one, then it'd be a bad out of hell. And you always like to fly things as they would have been, right?
1: Not always. I like to take advantage of the weight decrease and power increase that modern components give. But like I said, I was kind of limited here because I had to have X amount of weight in the nose anyway. So anyway, to me, this was a happy medium of juggling the constraints that I had and coming up with something that would be more powerful and slightly lighter than it would have been stock. So I'm happy with what I ended up with, and I do think if I ever wanted to, I could put that two-cell LiPo in there with a little bit of nose weight, and it would fly fine still. And so I'll jump to the the chase here. I have flown it. I flew it last weekend. We had some great weather here. So I went out and had two three-cell A123s and put them in there, and i Oh, I did mention I'm using the 50-amp speed control. So I have throttle control, and I replaced the stock wheels. That's the only other thing I changed. Those original old Kyosho Electrics had these tiny, tiny rubber wheels. I think they're maybe an inch or an inch and a quarter diameter. They're ridiculously tiny, and they have wheel pants. And so I was never going to be able to take off grass with those things. So I swapped them out with some two and a quarter lightweight Dubros, which were actually lighter than the small wheels. Um, but much better fitted for operating off grass. So that was my setup, and my first takeoff attempt, I think I was a little bit too squeamish with it, and I did kind of a ground loop. Uh, No damage, and it didn't flip over or anything, but it just did a, a pirouette on the ground. And so I set it back up, and I took off again with no drama, flew around for a few minutes. To be honest, I wasn't crazy about the way it flew. I didn't feel like I could trim it very well, and it was a little bit sensitive, But I flew it, and it was fine, and I landed, and then I realized that when I did that ground loop, two things happened. First of all, the battery pulled loose from the Velcro, and it had shifted backwards about two inches. It was resting up against the servo tray, so my CG was back significantly from where I wanted it to be, and also I knocked the gearbox loose from its mount. It has a strap that holds it to a plastic mount kind of like a, uh, what do you call them, a hose clamp. And then also at the front, it's got a little place for one of the screws to go in to keep it from twisting. So it had knocked it loose from that, and so the thrust angle was off as well. So I'm like, hmm, maybe that had something to do with why I couldn't trim it, and it was a little squirrely. So I fixed both of those things and flew it again, and it was a much, much more predictable airplane. And I flew it around for several minutes, and it was fun, and... I like it. And (laughs) so both of those first flights were on my first battery. These A123s are what, 2200 milliamp hour, I think, or 2100? Maybe it's 2300. I don't remember. And I I wanted to ask you guys about that because my A123s, they don't make them anymore. And so mine, I think, are about 10 years old. And I think they're getting soft. They don't charge or discharge quite the way I feel like they used to. So, do you guys know of any modern lithium iron batteries that are high discharge? Everything that I found in my quick search looks like they're made for transmitters and they're low discharge.
2: Yeah, because they have the LiFe batteries, lithium yeah. iron phosphate. But I don't know that. That's but,
1: what A one two threes are.
2: Yeah. So they're round yeah, cells. The, the connectors are mainly meant for transmitters or receivers. But the batteries themselves probably could put out the power you need. It's just the, they come with these little thin wires.
1: Yeah, I'll have to look and see if there's something high-discharge that, that might work for that. Yeah, check the the C rating. Maybe
2: you can take one of those batteries and just rewire it. Yeah. Hard-gauge uh, so, wires. Try that.
1: So if any of you geniuses out there in podcast land know of some high-discharge modern lithium-iron batteries, let me know. I'm in the market. Mm. Maybe. So anyway, go ahead. That is uh, just rudder elevator, right, for that one? Yep, rudder elevator throttle. Mm. That's all you need. Mm. Has plenty of power for loops. I did not feel like I needed more power than it had. 200 watts, it's not a rocket ship. It won't climb vertically or anything, but it takes off the grass and plenty of uh, a short, reasonably short distance, and it'll do loops with no problem, and it climbs reasonably fast so i don't know what i would do with much more power in this model to be honest so every
0: time i yeah, look at it it just seems the distance between the wing and the tail is very short and um, with that
1: i don't think it's really short coupled okay. okay i never considered that it, it doesn't seem out of proportion to me but uh, okay. go ahead it looks stubby hmm. Alright, let's well, see now you're gonna influence my opinion of it. That gummitly. uh No, it It'll flies
0: always, fine. <laughs> always look good in your eyes. That's right. <laughs> it's your child. Yeah. But I just I just figured it probably would have like snapped more with with, with that uh got a pretty <laughs> hefty dihedral there.
1: Um yeah, I, I guess it does. it's a it doesn't have aileron, so it needs something. Um but I ended up not making many modifications to it. Really Other than putting the modern battery in it and the different servos. So for the servos, I just kept the original servo tray in there and added uh, another little piece of plywood, like some rails on the top so I could fit the smaller servos in. And originally the battery tray was this plastic cradle that just fit a six-cell NICAD. And so I just ripped that out and put a piece of, I think, 16th-inch plywood with Velcro on it. And that's pretty simple stuff. But the wings, I didn't have to do anything to. You know, there's no control surfaces. They were already covered. They had the plastic wingtips, so they were just plug and play. And they have these little posts on it that hold them in place. You slide them over the – it's got these wire joiners, so you slide slide the wing over the wire dihedral joiner, and then you rubber band them around these posts, and that's what holds it in place. So no screws or tape or anything. Hmm. And So, yeah, it's – from the exterior, you couldn't tell that it isn't stock, I don't think. I couldn't, or I didn't have the original spinner, so the original flights do not have a spinner, but since then I've added one that I pulled from my stash, and it looks pretty good. You're running I mean, stock prop, right? Yep, yeah, still running that stock fat Kyosho prop, hmm. and I did have to modify the spinner cutouts a little bit to fit that, but no big deal. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So on my second flight with a different battery, I put a camera on each wingtip. Did you drill a hole in it? No, I did not. So this is an interesting thing. I I talked about my new Insta360 Go 2 camera, which I had the original Go, which is a tiny little thing, and the new Go 2 is not quite as tiny, but has uh, improved video performance. This new Go 2 comes with a mount. It's an articulating mount. It's got a ball joint on it, But then for the base, it's got this reusable sticky stuff. And I don't know what you call it, but (laughs) I want to find some of it. But if you can imagine an adhesive surface that's made to peel back off, and it comes with a little plastic pad that you put over it to keep it clean when you're not using it. So this is the intended purpose. And so I'm like, hmm, I wonder how well that was stick to Monaco. And so I put it on there, and man, I really had to pry it back off. It stuck like glue. Huh. And the video footage turned out great. So for anybody who wants to use a camera like that on your model and doesn't want to drill a bunch of holes in it, it'll f- work fine on Monacote. You have my guarantee until it falls off and then forget you knew me. But it worked great on this model. I was really impressed. So I didn't have to tape anything down or drill any holes or anything. I just plopped it on the place where I wanted it and went off and flew. And when I was done, I just pulled it off. Hmm. So, yeah, I had that on one wingtip, and then I had my older Go camera on the other wingtip with a mount that I modified to – I taped it on. Um, But, yeah, it all worked out great. I think I got some good footage. Um, I need to post that. And it's interesting because, you know, you do have a point, Lee. The fuselage is pretty short compared to the wingspan. So with these cameras out on the wingtips of this model – You can see all of the fuselage and then way far in front and behind it. Whereas with a normal standard model, if I put a camera on the wingtip, you just barely fit in the the spinner and the rudder. But I had no problem fitting all that in on this guy. (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing the footage,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think that was it. No drama. I put in four flights a day. Um It flies like a nice airplane. It's not very wind-tolerant, I don't think. We had uh, changing wind conditions, and it got a little bit gusty at times. And It was flyable, for sure, but it's one of those, probably like most three-channel models, once the wind picks up a little, it's not as much fun. But I had a good time flying it. I'm happy with it. I hope I keep it around for a good long time.
0: So what is that number? What's that count up to now for Kaiosho kits
1: for you? Ooh, I'll have to take stock here. Um, I've got the Petite Ballad. I've got the T-33 that's not built. I've got the Duet that I'm working on. I've got the Valencia. So that's four so far. Mm, Maybe that's it.
0: Seems like you had another one. You want a Kyosho? I'm a Cessna 133?
1: <laughs> one, what's a 133?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, 177.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You have like five of them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Plus the one you gave me.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you got one from me. <laughs> that pretty beige one. It's
0: still, it's still in the attic. <laughs>
1: That's, oh, really? Yeah. I haven't All been.
0: Right. Well, my attic is, is uh, insulated, so you're okay. Yeah, it's oh, insulated
1: man. with the foam of that Cessna. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was your punchback. We're even now. Uh, no. Are we? <laughs> yeah, we are. That was the airplane that I I don't think so. I used...
0: I, you really crushed me, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please.
1: That and was. See, and
0: then doing that, you could make no you know, truth to the matter that you hurt my feelings.
1: <laughs> Tough love, man. Tough love, So, that Cessna, that foam Kyosho Cessna was the airplane that I used to, my little parlor trick was to put the wing on backwards and fly it around. Trailing edge forward.
0: Yeah, it's something I'd like to put together with the kids, you know, just have fun. And gosh, you know, what was that other, oh my gosh, you gave Austin a plane, a red and and white plane. Darn I think they made batteries too. Or speed controllers oh bad. yeah
1: what the this was a balsa one
0: right yeah yeah. Uh, you know, what was that I, I still have that one too and Austin's floated a couple of times he liked it but I think you know he's moved up from there <laughs> <laughs> but that is a good one so never mind you just made me think about that plane so I'll have to take I'll have to do a uh, have a Terry day where I take all the planes that you've given me we'll just go fly them yep just take them out and, and I should and do
1: the same too Fitz how many how many Terry planes do you have no that, see I wasn't trying to get into that because I have lots of stuff from you guys, too. Do you? Do you? I do. I do. What do you have? Oh, crap. Yeah,
0: exactly. You my there's the... There's the <laughs> you I used to have a fighter and lightning. <laughs> you used
1: to. Until <laughs> it, it got moist.
0: Yeah, but even <laughs> even <laughs> when I dorked the uh, Corsair, I fixed it because I like flying it. Uh, no, I'm back to Fitz, though. Fitz, what does he have that you got the uh, Val? So that's one. Is there anything else he's presented
2: to you? You talk about Terry planes, yeah, Terry planes. Oh, I got a couple when he moved away from Houston. Yeah, do you do you fly them? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Good. I don't know. tell, I tell me they're in
0: your attic. That's not insulated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can only remember the Ultimate and the Bearcat. There may have been. Uh, yeah, the um, the uh, Parallax. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right.
0: How uh, could I forget? Plywood overcast, yeah, right. <laughs> Which is taking up half the garage. <laughs> so
1: anyway, I, I wasn't trying to take stock of all that stuff. You guys don't owe me anything. Don't owe nothing
0: <laughs> until we yeah. get that call one day. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, anyway, that was oh, that was the first plane I wanted to talk about. We have time. I'll be quick with the second one. The other plane that I've been working on is the Amp that i was gifted at the neat fair and that is this the one
0: that was questionably built
1: no 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 this thing was oh no that
0: was oh i'm sorry that's the what was the one that was uh like way more the waco that i got
1: that came in the same lot as the valencia and thank goodness whoever built the waco did a better job with the valencia or there wasn't enough to screw up i guess um but no, this um, Amptique was a Leisure Electronics kit. Also 80s, maybe 90s vintage. Gorgeous build quality. And I have to assume it's still the same covering, but the covering is still tight. And yeah, this was a great airplane. However, the electronics in it, uh, we probably talked about this. It had this uh, six-cell, 1200 milliamp hour NICAD that they soldered together themselves using solder tabs. It was fuzzy, lots of corrosion coming out of that thing. Um, and it had this weird, it looked like a Heathkit kind of speed control where the person definitely had to do their own solder joints. And this one was unique because they had it set up to charge the battery through a plug on the outside. So they do, they didn't take the battery out to charge it. But the best surprise in it was that it had an AstroFlight 05 motor in it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... <laughs>
1: So you're not impressed, huh? A made-in-the-USA quality motor.
0: My my facial expression was, yeah, 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 that one. I remember now. Okay, is that better? Oh, okay. Kudos to you, you lucky bastard. You got such a great, fine, vintage motor. I did. So
1: I decided to turn the key on that one, too. And I got rid of the battery, obviously. I also decided to fly this one with the motor that I had in it. So I'm going to use that AstroFlight motor. And I have an 8.5 folding prop with a spinner that's about the right size. So I've got that fitted on there. Um, I tried to fire up the speed control that was in it. I'll have to send you guys a picture of this thing. It's crazy. Um, I was able to figure out all the connections, but it seems to be DOA. I couldn't get anything to, to twitch at all. So I'm putting in a, a more modern speed control, and I'm going to use a two-cell... 2100. The same two-cell that I tried in the Valencia, I'm putting in this one. Um, the only thing I had to do here was make a new battery tray, because the original battery was under the wing with this lighter battery and lighter speed control. I had to move the battery forward a little bit. Um, but other than that, everything else was good to go. Had two servos in it. This is another three-channel model. Two Futaba, I think, S-133s, which are mini servos. Yeah. I think roughly equivalent to HS-81s, something like that. I put those on the servo tester and they seem just fine. They might be 30 years old or more, but whatever. They work and I'm willing to risk it with them.
2: Yeah, Futaba servos are tanks. Those things are practically bulletproof.
1: Yep. So I just put in a little four-channel spectrum receiver, the speed control, Wired it up, and it's pulling 30 amps, and I forget how many watts it is. I think it was like 250 with that battery. But again, my memory for numbers is failing me right now. But this airplane, it's about the same size as the Valencia, but it's significantly lighter. I think this one's going to be well under two pounds ready to fly. And so I'm excited about it. And I think it's ready to go just waiting on another good weather day to take it out there and see what it can do but it's pretty i'll have to send you guys some pictures i'm the more i work with this airplane the more impressed i am with the build quality of it and it's a survivor I man it, it's been around for a while
0: well don't send them to us share them with everybody in our facebook page.
1: Uh, well that's what i mean when i say that i'll post them on uh, instagram or something and uh, sweet yeah the uh, the name of the original builder is in there. It had one of those little labels. If found, return to whoever. <laughs> yeah. I should see if they're still at that address or if the phone number still works, and call them and thank them for doing such a good job.
0: You to put the cameras on the that thing. On the label. No, you, you put the wing. Put cameras on the wingtips.
1: Come on now. What do okay. you think? That's a oh, silly already, question.
0: Already done, right? Yeah. Drilled the holes
1: and everything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Quarter twenties. Uh,
1: I don't need holes anymore.
0: <laughs> got this magic tape.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I really want to figure out what that stuff is because that's, stuff. yeah, that's my plan. I'll take one of my other mounts that I made and apply that adhesive to it. And I'll just reuse those for other stuff. And as a follow on experiment, I tried it with unpainted molded foam. It seems to stick pretty darn well to that too. So I wouldn't put it on painted foam. Or a sanded foam, anything that's not a smooth finish, but it stuck pretty good to just a regular ARF wing. So that may be a weapon that I keep in my holster for the future. Be warned. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Was that a little too dangerous?
0: <laughs> Terry's warned us. <laughs>
1: And so those uh. are the things I've been working on. The thing that is up next and actually on my workbench right now are the two half-A planes that I need to get built. One that fits, redid the motor for me, and the other is the new one that I bought I talked about on the way to the neat fair. So before I get snowed in, I want to try to get those at least running and hopefully flown. That is my mission.
0: But, but you've failed to mention one plane that I think I've asked you before and you keep putting me off. Where's when's that Cox049 running?
1: Um that's exactly what I'm talking about right now.
0: Oh. Which one was that?
1: Was I speaking in I guess I did again?
0: I kept thinking it was another airplane. So yes, I'm just you know, I'm out today.
1: That was the Cox Cub. That's the engine the that cub. pulled off of that and sent to Fitz.
0: Yes. So Acro cub I think they call it. That's yeah, what you're Acro-Cub. working on this weekend?
1: Uh yes. And then there was another one that I bought, which was the jet-like looking thing that seems to be new in box. But I want to try to get those running at the same time. Not literally right. the same time.
0: I must have missed you talking while I was sitting here whittling on my plastic model kit like Fitz is doing right now.
1: You're zoning out. <laughs> I have that effect. Wait. With my little voice.
0: I, I pulled a Fitz.
1: What? <laughs> no. You're my
0: undivided attention. Uh-huh. He's, been, he's been way quiet. You need to so, pounce on him for a while.
1: I'm going to thank Fitz in advance. Fitz, thanks for getting that engine running. I will fire it up with some New York oxygen, and get that <laughs> baby going. Wish you were welcome. Which is the same as Texas oxygen; they just tax it more. Hey,
0: and did nice. I mention on the show that I had the on the the YouTube show that I had the Cox 049, my little Cessna one fifty running?
1: Uh, did you say you had it running? Well, I sent you guys a
0: video. I just wasn't yeah. sure if I announced it on the YouTube. Show, oh, right. That's...
1: No. Did you fly it
0: yet? No, nope, not yet. <laughs> Although Austin's like Austin was outside with me. He was like, "So are we gonna fly this thing?" I said, "Yeah, we'll put some put some lines on it. We'll spin it on a
1: freaking cul-de-sac. What are you yep. waiting
0: for?" But the trees are in the middle of it. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the worst kind of cul-de-sac. <laughs> I forgot about that. But I think we determined the lines don't have to be longer than thirty feet, so for the little ones so I yeah, think we little I little think little. we'd be able to do it in that yeah, there's a little area we could probably fix it and definitely want to do it over grass I mean this thing's like you just drop it from six inches it's going to fall apart <laughs> <All
1: right. laughs> so does that mean you're going to hand launch it
0: uh, I don't know I might put some cardboard down or something
1: or Jado
0: <laughs> there you go slingshot <laughs> yep. <I'm just> so, <laughs> so um, yeah I'm looking forward to that but uh, won't be this weekend I'm busy yeah, yeah. I got plans Maybe Sunday, yeah. if I get back on time, I'll maybe I'll do that.
1: Okay. So yeah, we should make that our mission to, in an upcoming soon episode to talk about our halfway control line adventures or and misadventures.
0: Then, then we can determine how much. How much did you throw up after the first flight? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: that's I'm, my concern. I'm kind
0: of nervous I, after watching that. I think did I share that video of you guys with the guy flying the same Cox cessna 150 on i don't YouTube. remember that and he was it was like I don't, they had a, a little speed on it and i think it may have been doing 40 miles an hour or something like that whatever it was but you know he'd done his flight and it was like half a tank and he, as soon as the plane landed he was on the ground <laughs> <laughs> he was like he was like oh my god and he goes and the other guy was like can you imagine if it was a full tank right. <laughs> so yeah I might have that to reminds have
1: a, me remember the expo in california and the guy that had to guy? come out and rescue, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, oh I, yeah. You remember <laughs> what I said? Remember what I said? I said, that would be me. <laughs> the handoff.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: but I, I, you know what? Uh, speaking of that, I want to mention there is a great Facebook group for the control line. Let me see if I can give you the exact name. It's Control Line Flying. And how many people do they have? It's a good group. Seven called 8, a circle? Go ahead.
2: <laughs> what? Nothing. I was going to make a bad joke. Go ahead. How uh, many
0: people? It's a, It's 8,000 members. But they are very active, and there are some really cool, you know, planes and builds and, and videos in there. So, if you're on Facebook and you like Control Line, I recommend that group wholeheartedly. What were they called it's again? Control Line Flying. No, oh, simple enough. Simple simple enough. And, I uh,
1: think if you like the pickles and mayonnaise, there's probably a Facebook group for people <laughs> like you. All right, buddy. Pickle pickles and mayonnaise. And mayonnaise and pickles. <laughs> And you know what? It's so funny
0: that this is this is just sad. It auto-filled pickles and mayonnaise. Damn yeah. it! All right, so I just did that, and is let's it a see, pregnant what, ladies group? It is a well, it is a community, and only sixty-eight people like it. Hey. <laughs> but hey, Terry was there. absolutely correct that it's there. There's a pickles and mayonnaise group. God help. That's oh, actually it's not even a group. It's a page. So it's like a business or something. Oh, yeah. my gosh. There you go. Pickles and mayonnaise. You want to throw one in there, Fitz? <laughs>
2: uh, is that a rule of the Internet? It, if, it's, if you can think of it, it exists.
0: Yeah, it's probably so. Great. Now I have, I'm going to start getting pickle ads on my Facebook page. Thanks, Terry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, control line flying. Look it up, guys. And then hopefully all three of us will put some U-Control stuff up soon.
1: Yeah, right. that's the goal.
0: I know, I know Tony would appreciate that.
1: He would. So do it for Tony.
0: Do it for Tony. Tony. (laughs) Hashtag do it for Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Make it so. All right. All right. I smelled the end. Yeah, Yeah, me too. That was fun.
1: All right. Let's see if we can actually wrap this thing up on the first try with no false returns.
0: (laughs) Go straight to the end.
1: In less than two minutes. And actually say
2: goodbye. (laughs) All right. Well, there you have it, folks! Another fun-filled adventure with the three amigos of the RC Roundtable. Yeah. yeah, discussing all things models, mostly model airplanes, but not always. We had boats
1: and submarines this time. Yeah. And pickles and mayonnaise. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we get an RC pickle?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, I got a. Speaking of pickles, I got a pickle Rick downstairs. <laughs> pickle Rick. Yeah, you press the button, he goes. I'm a pickle. He goes. i will turn myself into <laughs> pickle, Morty. I'm
1: pickle right. Rick. I turned myself into a Pickle Morty. A Pickle Rick. We made it almost 30 seconds before we had our first. And
0: and wait, I'm going to add to Fitz's though. Fitz, I've actually seen someone 3D print a Pickle Rick and put it in the cockpit of the airplane.
2: (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I like that idea. See, we haven't deviated. Still talking airplane stuff. Uh (laughs) Couldn't it be great?
0: It, couldn't it be great if you get to get a sound box on your plane that goes, Pickle Rick! <laughs> Yumba dub dub! Morty! Morty! I'm a pickle! <laughs> All right, we got a job to do for
3: <laughs> You pick the plane, man. Let's get the sound.
2: Uh, 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 yeah, that. Okay. Um, it, it, yeah, goodbye.